1: well it's supposed to be Edmonton's signature green neighborhood but the development of Blatchford has really sputtered it has just really stalled out construction on the old city center airport lands is nowhere near where the city projected and it comes at a pretty big cost as well to taxpayers now in Edmonton city councilor says it's time to kick things into high gear he has some ideas on how to get things moving Ward Paiso council uh, councillor Tim Cartmel joins us this afternoon councillor Cart. Mel, welcome back to the show. Thanks very much. Are you rocking the the uh, the eight track cassettes still at your house, Tim?
0: <laughs> uh, no, but I, I think I still have that uh, that Sony Walkman cassette player, and I think the Michael Jackson Thriller tape is still stuck in it. So dating <laughs> myself.
1: Yeah, but. you have to get the old pencil or a pen and pop it out there, Tim. Without a doubt. That's right, uh, yeah. counselor, We have been talking about Blatchford for what seems like years upon years upon years. What has happened? What what has st- all this out what's going on
0: well you know i think that it's frankly i think it's really sputtered more at the beginning and it's you know the we're, we have seen some activity over the last couple of years and uh, we might be seeing a bit more activity as it as it goes forward and you know i there was a great big audacious plan to turn mm-hmm. this uh, found opportunity into that model neighborhood and, and lots of uh, lots of talk lots of ideas lots of uh, dreaming and scheming it took a while to kind of get going uh and so you know i'm i'm frankly not as concerned about that uh you know I, i would like us to have gotten a lot farther down the road than we have but really my focus is you know we are where we are today. How do we speed this up going forward?
1: Well, and you know when you look at it, and you talk about that big plan, you know the whole thing was supposed to have like thirty thousand Edmontonians living, working, learning in that whole community. There was supposed to be, you know, you think about it. If 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 we were on track, there should be thousands of homes in there right now. What there's thirty two units that have been built so far.
0: 32 units connected to the district energy utility i think there might be a few more that yeah. aren't. but yeah you know it's in the tens it's not in the hundreds and certainly not in the thousands
1: all right so yeah. you know uh, you know it, it's slow it's kind of not happening it, it's 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 the, the feet are being dragged on here but it's costing monies how, uh, money how much money has it cost the city so far
0: yeah, well, and we've, you know, so by administration's records, we've put in roughly $177 million into the land development, and I don't think that includes uh, staff costs. Uh, we've put another $320 million into the LRT extension that's going right to the north end of Blatchford, right up towards Yellowhead Trail, and that's cost shared with the federal provincial government, so our part of that is $72 million, but... That LRT will be going right up to the north end, you know, in 2024 or 2025 with not much happening around, a, you know, a station kind of in the middle of the field. So there's that. And, uh, and then we put in roughly $25 million to get that uh, district energy utility up and running. And it's operating at a deficit. Uh, mm. you know, it's accumulated not quite three million dollars in, in an operating deficit. So lots of money.
1: And There's the lots of money there, and you talk about lots of m- money. These these um, these these homes in there—they're pretty pricey, aren't they? It's 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 pretty tough, I think, for some folks to even consider being able to afford to live in there.
0: Oh yeah, uh, you know, it's, uh, these are not entry-level homes, uh, and I think this is this is one of the points I'm trying to make, and one of the things that I want to try to break open here is. You know, when you look at the most affordable home today, it is still in the deep suburbs. Uh, and, you know, those deep suburbs don't have the same transit support that the core does. So, you know, the, the least expensive uh, construct, uh, most affordable construct is a home in the deep suburbs and a car. Uh, and if we want to break that cycle, if that's our energy transition goal, our climate change goal, our ecological goal. And places like Blackford need to need to be leveraged, need to be realized.
1: So do we need to cut the prices there?
0: Maybe we do. And and I think that you know, I think that's one part of it is uh, is how do we de-risk these this project so that it is more affordable for more people. Uh, you know, and, and I think we need to recognize as a council, as a city, that we're not competing with other places that are closer to downtown that are arguably two LRT stations away. We're competing with the sides, the Glen Riddings, the Windermere's, the, you know, Goodrich Corners, the, uh, you know, those those suburbs that are quite a distance from the course. So maybe we need to peg our, our asking rate for property or for land uh, at what you can get land for in those suburbs.
1: And th- there would be some that would say, though, you know what, if you've already put a whole lot of money into the project, uh, why would you cut the selling price?
0: Here's our dilemma, right? We can hold out for top dollar, and, uh, and let's just throw numbers out. it. So we wait 10 years, and we finally to get top dollar, and then we build, and then we start realizing property tax revenue. Uh, or we cut the price, uh, build now, and get the property tax revenue right away. Sooner or later, we're going to, to collect enough tax to pay for the for the investment. So. You know, pay me now or pay me later. I'd rather get the uh, activity going now. I'd rather uh, start realizing some of those other goals now. I'd rather make it you know, make use of that LRT extension now yeah. uh, than wait till we can get top dollar.
1: Edmonton City Councillor Tim Cartmel joining me this afternoon. We're talking about Blatchford, that development in Blatchford that, you know, we really haven't seen a whole lot of development in there. Is it time for the city to look, uh, when it comes to Blatchford, uh, look at um, partnering up with the private sector? And how, how would you see that unfold? Yeah,
0: you know, so Blatchford is 536 acres. Uh, all in, and you know that's that's a section of land. We we see uh, developments out in the, again, comparing to those suburbs, comparing to those uh, those big developments. Those are there's a, a neighborhood structure plan and an area structure plan that's laid out, and then a number of people, a number of entities get involved in developing that place. Mm-hmm. It's not ever just one room for others to to dive into the pool here and participate in developing the land and building the homes and I, I think there's an opportunity for that and I'm not saying you know the city should vacate and let the private sector in I'm saying that there's an opportunity for a both and relationship here for the city to keep doing what it's doing, the parcels that it's developing, but allow the private sector to maybe jump in at the other end of the property and start developing new parcels.
1: You know what, Tim, I I, got to ask this question because I know, you know, Blatchford was, you know, as I mentioned off the top, supposed to be Edmonton's signature green neighbourhood. Maybe people, as much as we talk about climate change and, and wanting to reduce, you know, reuse, recycle, all of that sort of stuff, maybe this is just not what edmontonians want is it do we look at you know moving in a different direction or is that too late for those lands
0: no i don't th- no i don't think it's too late like i don't think we need to give up on those goals on those big audacious okay goals, I think. You know, when we talk about our city plan, we talk about 15-minute neighborhoods, you know, education and entertainment and employment and amenities and education and all those things within 15 minutes of your door. Blackford can be that. And it can be that development that has higher density, that that leverages all of the things that we've already built. Kingsley Avenue and Princess Elizabeth Avenue. Nate is right there. Like, we don't have to build a lot of other stuff. We just need to fill in the holes. Uh So, I think there's all kinds of opportunity for Blatchford and I think we can do we can still maintain those ecological goals I just we just need to sort of unlock a little bit and I do think there's a market you I you know I You know i talk to my kids my my kids are just at the on the cusp of buying their first home and they can't get into blackford Mm -hmm. but they they really would like to they like the
1: idea of it right sure yeah yeah yeah. interesting you you touch on uh, on a blog post about uh, needing to consider a smaller district energy utility what does that mean so the district
0: energy utility is a essentially uh, using a, a geothermal or a ground source heat pump to provide uh, essentially a heating loop underground that all the buildings would connect to. That's the working theory. But it's going to be built in stages, too. And so if, if you have a criteria that says every home in Bladford needs to connect to the utility, then you have to wait for the utility to get up to the north end before you can develop. Mm. Now, that is not what we're saying, but that is... That is sort of what we would hope to see is, is kind of a plan and so it's a, you know it's a bit nebulous and nebulous means uh, uncertainty and uncertainty is risk and i think that's part of the reason why we don't see you know as much interest as we might so i'm saying maybe we need to you know lower our expectations for the utility the other thing is is the, the full build of the utility would require a 95 million dollar injection of cash either mm-hmm. from the city or from another level of government or and you know, say we just dial back the expectations there, and maybe that helps uh, incense some more activity.
1: So where does this go from here? I know you brought it up. Uh, council's been brought up this week. What happens now?
0: Yes, well, unfortunately, our council meetings have been moving at the speed of Blatchford lately. So I did not get a chance to move my motion today. So it'll come uh, it'll come in a couple of weeks. I think the 20 Tuesday, Tuesday two weeks, two weeks from yesterday will be my next chance.
1: Moving at the speed of Blatchford, Councillor Cartmel. I know, okay. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I can picture it. All right. Uh, thanks for joining me this <laughs> afternoon. If folks want to read more about your thoughts, you can check it out at uh, Tim's at uh, Councillor Cartmel's blog, timcartmel.ca. Always a pleasure. Thanks for this. Thank you. Have a yeah, good day. Take care. Uh, Tim Cartmel, the uh, Councillor for Ward Pahesowin, joining us this afternoon. Blatchford, boy, oh, boy. Man, it would be nice to just stop talking about it.